We have this rare opportunity right now. There has never been a time like this before where we've been able to so easily share our voices with the world. And the planet is going through an enormous struggle and an enormous transformation right now. It's my belief that the best way forward is for each of us to find our purpose, to share our passions, and to communicate with each other so that we can amplify what we love, who we love, and those voices that need to be elevated. We turn up the volume. This isn't just another course. This is a community that will take you to the next level. You'll be guided to launch your own podcast and distribute it so that the entire world can hear it. This isn't just launching a podcast, my friends. This is about using the power of your voice to amplify what you love. Welcome, my friends. You're listening to Be On Air, your companion for launching and growing your own podcast. I'm your host, Kaylee Marks. This show is all about the transformational journey of sharing your message through podcasting and entrepreneurship. Learn from diverse experts and guides as we dive into the heart of podcasting, branding, and online business and share blueprints to achieve your purpose. If you haven't already, please subscribe. And if you want to start a podcast or want to grow your show, I invite you to book a free strategy session with me via the link in my show notes or on my website. That's all for now. I hope you enjoy the show and I'll see you on the other side. All right, today... We have Ozil de Bastos. He's a creative entrepreneur, brand strategist, and founder of Ozil Media, a podcast production agency here in Texas. He's the podcast host of No Permission Needed and founder of Pod Houston, which is an awesome group of podcasters. It's online, but their main network is here in Houston. I'm in Austin, and I'm really excited to bring this guy on. He exudes so much positivity. He's putting out some amazing content. I've heard nothing but good things about him. I'm really excited to dig into podcasts and branding and just like what's going on in this world, in this community, and I know he has a lot of wisdom to share. So Ozil, thank you so much for coming on, man. Live and Amplified on Be On Air, man. It feels great to be here. Kaylee, thanks for reaching out, man. I'm excited to dig in. Yeah, man. You know, one thing on your podcast, you have such a great intro. And I'm curious, is that you rapping? That is. Actually, I have one version of me rapping, which that was actually my background. I was an MC for many years. And I believe a buddy of mine, uh, Rocco, he is the one who's also who did that intro. That's the one you're referring to. I love it. I love it. It's so good. And it, it taught, you know, it, you drop your name in it or he drops your name in it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just thought, thought it was a great intro. And, you know, since this is the beginning of this episode, maybe we could just dive in a little bit about podcast intros and just like what well, your thoughts on them. And then we'll, we'll slowly start to pick apart more of your story and your background. But let's just jump in on intros. What do you think about intros? So podcast intros, 
you know, now the, the landscape of podcasting has gotten, uh, it's, it's gotten really creative. I think there's, there's really no, one thing about podcasting is I love the idea of just being creative and really leaning into your creativity now more than ever. When I started, it was common practice to have a, an intro, a pre-recorded intro that will uh, go into the content and then have a pre-recorded outro. And that's kind of was, that was a school of thought. And then uh, I went and transitioned into doing a live intro. So I would, in, I would do basically what you're doing, do the live intro and then go right into the conversation. And that's where I'm at now. But I think it's important to have an introduction. You have to think about new listeners that are stumbling upon your podcast for the first time. And context is very important in building rapport with your audience. So having a short and sweet intro, you know, 10 seconds or less, um, where you can let the new listener know, uh, and of course, welcome your loyal listeners, let them know what the podcast is about and give them context before you dig into the conversation. So I think it's super important, Kaylee. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. That's a great point there. It's almost like we're balancing two things. You have to provide the on-ramp for new listeners, but you have to recognize current listeners because I'm realizing even with my intro, I'm probably going to update it now because you want to welcome your people back, right? And check in with them, but you do need to introduce new folks to what's going on, what it's about. So that was that's really good feedback there. I noticed you, you're a brand strategist, and I think sometimes people think podcasting is this sort of isolated thing and branding is a different thing. But I think we all come up against that need to define our brand when we're launching the podcast. So I was wondering, could you kind of talk to us and podcasters listening about branding? I have another episode with a brand strategist, but I would love to just hear your thoughts on what a brand is, why podcasters should consider it. You know, sometimes the jargon of branding and things people don't understand, but could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So my definition of brand is a desired perception. It's a perception that you're putting out to the world that people are going to grab the vibe and, and really sense what you're about. So when you think of Oprah Winfrey, you think of inspiration, motivation. When you think of Nike, you think of high performance. You know, um, So you have to think about your brand as what perception are you trying to create for the audience, for a potential Listener, branding is my passion, brother. Like that's one of the things I feel like makes me distinctive in regards to uh, podcast consulting because I lean heavy into branding and I have this acronym that I use and it's BAM, like BAM, uh, B-A-M. And it stands for brands, audience, then you monetize. Okay. If you do that in that order, listeners, if you li- when you're listening to this or watching this, if you do it in that order, you're going to have a successful podcast. Branding is the most common, biggest mistake that a lot of podcasters, new podcasters skip. And to me, that if you don't nail down your brand, your branded assets, and more importantly, the branded, the, the message you're trying to convey to the audience, Kaylee, you're going to lose. You can't build an audience. And you can't ask to monetize your podcast if you don't have an audience. You can ask an advertiser, you can't sponsor because you don't have an audience. So branding is the the first pillar and the thing that I always tell 
podcasters when I consult with them is that you, we have to nail down the brand. Now, is there room to improve? Does the brand evolve? Absolutely, 100%. You don't have to nail down your brand, so to speak, but we got to get close to it. And we have to understand who you're speaking to, who you're going to serve, and the, the essence behind your brand. I'm not sure if that answers your question in regards to the importance of brand, but I can go on and on and on. I know you said you had somebody on branding, but it's something that I, I'm truly passionate about because when I consult new podcasters or when I do a podcast audit, Kaylee, and they come to me and say, hey, listen, Ozio, I'm just not, I've been doing this for about a year, over a year, two years, and I'm just not growing. There's two components, Kaylee, either your marketing is off or your branding is off. And we can, we can diagnose that. And normally it's usually both, but the first thing that I've noticed is that it's the branding that's off. I'm like, well, the title is gone. We don't know who you're talking to. It's too abstract. Your tagline doesn't tell me who it's targeted for. So branding is very, very important. And again, for, for podcast or new podcast listeners who want to get into this world, make sure that you understand and nail down your brand as close as possible in order to be able to maximize and grow an audience. Yeah, true words were never spoken. That's awesome. It's it's so true. And I think we can think that it's just a logo or just the podcast artwork that makes the brand. But what I'm hearing from you is it is more intangible than that. Yet like yes, it it takes the form of the art, the the color, the the description even, but it's something deeper and it. it has to do more with like how you're presenting yourself in your show and how you're uh, considering your audience and everything you do and like where do you fit in and positioning and things like this. So it, it seems like a deep ocean of exploration, but I'm also hearing that you can improve it over time, but it needs to be considered at the beginning. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And consistent with everything you just mentioned, uh, the branded assets, as I like to call it, your logo artwork, all that matters. Yeah. And I think that if you want to have a successful podcast right out the gate, um, I think we need to make sure that we have the foundation to be able to do that. Yeah. When it when it comes to like, do you have maybe one question to just start people off to start to nail down their brand? I know you can Google a lot of different branding exercises and things, but I'm just curious if you have one that you'd like to share with newer newer podcasters or podcasters that need to kind of rebrand. What's one question they could kind of sink their teeth into? I think knowing, Kaylee, who you are going to serve is, is a great starting point. I think, uh, you know, the, the thing that you want to talk about that you're so passionate about, you know, if you can create, you know, 20 episodes, like a solo cast episode on that thing, uh, and, and you can help other people. I think that can be a great starting point. So there's a lot of moving parts in regarding to, to nailing down and really defining your messaging. But I think really discovering why and, and understanding the audience you're going to serve is a great starting point in regards to kind of really getting down to the, the essence of branding. Yeah. And of course, there's other exercises and we can go down that. This branding is, my, is my, my thing, man. So we can go on and on for that. But yeah, I think that's a great starting point for sure. That's so, so good. Good, good point there. Uh, consider who we're serving. And I love the use of the word serving because I think we got to uh, align with that mission. We really, if we're not providing value and service, it's just, we're not going to build that audience and the trust that we need. So that's really, that's valuable. And let's talk about podcasting for someone or a business, an entrepreneur who doesn't have one right now. Everyone is digitizing. Everyone is putting right. out stuff online. Do you think that podcasting uh, as a blanket statement is like the right step for most brands and businesses, entrepreneurs, coaches to, to take on right now? Or do you feel like it's a, a certain, a certain situation merits a podcast and not in certain situations shouldn't start a podcast? Great question. I believe Kaylee that right now is a great opportunity to leverage the power of voice 
and with uh, the work that we're doing with Ozio Media, the, the podcast production agency is, you know, our mission is to, to help brands, business owners, humanize, build influence and impact and monetize. And there's a, a huge opportunity. And this is the reason why a lot of the big companies are investing in voice. So we believe we're a voice marketing and audio branding agency via podcasting. And I believe there's room for, for now. I think people are, are craving brands to be more humanized. And the humanization of voice and storytelling is powerful. And there's something intimate when you listen to somebody in your earbuds that if you build this intimate ecosystem with you and your potential buyer or, or listener, and you provide value or entertainment and information, it's a huge opportunity for big businesses and brands on different levels to be able to show a different aspect of, of themselves and humanize their message and their voice and to connect on a deeper level. You know, video has its own medium and, and videos will continue to be a major component for, for marketing content and marketing businesses. But voice marketing is here to stay. And it's going to continue to grow because of its convenience, of its accessibility. You know, the mobile industry will be leaning more into podcasting and incorporating podcasting in their automobiles. As you know, Spotify is investing a, a lot of money, iHeartRadio. So Amazon, I just read earlier that Netflix will be doing audio documentaries. So they aren't big, big companies that distribute information and entertainment are understanding that people are now plugged in. And there's a lot of money to be made, yes, from a corporate level, but there's such a great opportunity for the brand to connect on a more intimate, deeper level with their listeners or potential buyers via podcasting. So I think it will continue to grow moving forward. So yeah, there's a huge opportunity for businesses. And I do believe that having a voice marketing and video marketing strategy for businesses, I think you, you need to do that. 2020 moving onward. It has to be. Why? Because the attention is there. And as you can see in here, it's, you can see it. It's, it. We can prove it easily. Yeah, thanks for that forecast. That was something I was going to talk to you about, and you led into that so nicely. So, uh, you know, you're doing vlogs, you do live streams, you have a YouTube channel. You know, it's hard enough to podcast. It's hard enough to do all the steps. And then for someone to then add in that video element, it can feel daunting and overwhelming. What have you found uh, to be sort of like the minimum viable product? Or how have you been able to do both things? Because it, it's quite a lot of work. So this year, um, I, I launched a podcast called COVID Operations, which was a 50-episode audio documentary series documenting voices from all over the world facing COVID. Uh, so it was a kind of a human global experience, and it was such a fun podcast to do. But I quickly jumped into the, the video space, Kaylee, because I wanted to get you know, in front of the mic, because I've been so used to being behind the mic, I want to get in front of the camera, which has been a, such a daunting experience and such a learning and rewarding experience because I'm a podcaster. I'm used to being behind the mic, not being in front of the camera. So it's been challenging for me, launching Podcast Influence, the YouTube channel, and vlogging for, for uh, now 17 days straight. So yeah, man, 17 going, man, every day. So the thing that I've learned is it's challenging, but it's all about prioritizing and front-loading the content and really having a, a content marketing structure and having it to where I can just get in here and just set a time block 
to, to record the content. As you said, it, it could be, it's, it's, a, it's work, right? You know, launching a, a recording and launching a podcast, not to mention marketing. So as content creators or individuals getting into podcasting, I think having a schedule and sticking with it, um, having the discipline to be able to do podcasting. And what we're doing here, Kaylee, this is brilliant. This is kind of the future. And I know we're going to talk about that, but this is something that I do see with podcasters is what you're doing. You're, you're doing both. You're simulcasting. You're doing video and audio. And I think we'll continue to see more companies deliver more efficient software and make it easier for us to be able to simulcast it uh, instead of versus trying to record a podcast and then doing a separate video in addition. So I think uh, simulcasting it the way you're doing it, the way I see a lot of other podcasters doing it is going to be part of the future. And I think it's a great way to be able to do both effectively and efficiently. Totally. I love that. And and one benefit of the video, especially on, on platforms like YouTube, is the improved analytics of, you know, understanding people how far through the episode they're getting, et cetera. And yeah, I mean, I think I think starting just starting and trying and whether it's a phone or, you know, a DSLR, whatever, whatever you have, just starting to turn that thing on. And I love Gary V's point about just like document the process rather than trying to uh, I forgot what is it is it teach document or don't it's like not trying to posture and be something different than where we're at, but just turning that camera on. And that one person's ordinary is another person's extraordinary. And it's just so powerful to see people go through the process. So your vlog's awesome. Your YouTube's channel is awesome. That's cool that you come from an MC background because I think that part of, I actually interviewed uh, an ayahuasca shaman on an earlier episode, or maybe it's a later episode, depending on when this launches. But he, we were talking about holding space for people. And I think an MC is sort of like this this urban shaman of holding a container for the experience of the crowd. And so that, as it translates into a podcast host, is like we're trying to, to bring this awesome information out of our guests and we're trying to share it with our audience. And it, it takes a lot to manage the tech manage the conversation, prep it all. Like what, what, what do you, how do you think about emceeing? How do you think about hosting? And like, what, just kind of more on the philosophical rant, maybe there's technical tips there too, but just like, what do you, what do you feel about hosting and how, how do you hold your guests? Ooh, well, I love what you just said. Can we, can we backtrack on the urban shaman? Yeah. Oh, come on, man. I, I need to, I need to borrow that, bro. Serious, <laughs> serious. Not mine. <laughs> I love that. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm glad that you tied in my experience as an MC to podcasting, because I do see the similarities. And the common thread is when you're behind the microphone, you have to be able to cultivate a connection between you and that audience. And I challenge podcast hosts to do the same, that when you're behind the mic, not only are we trying to engage with our guests, if you have an interview-based podcast, but we're also keeping the audience in mind, right? So like if I'm rocking the stage, you know, I'm rocking it and I'm kind of enjoying myself and I might be playing to the video or, or somebody recording. However, I'm still responsible for moving the crowd and making sure that I provide entertainment for my people that came out here to watch. So I think the same philosophical kind of uh, analogy that I want to use for podcast hosts is that you have to keep the people in mind 
Sure, it may just be you may be having, you know, uh, the, the opportunity to kind of voice your, your, your message and to interview somebody. But if you're not keeping your audience in, in mind, then you're not going to build an audience. So part of the podcasting, what I love is just having the opportunity to be able to extract information that they would ask. So when I interview somebody, I always think, what would my guest would want to hear? What do they want to learn? What are some of the challenges? So because I have gone through my brand and I understand my audience, I could be able to create contextual content that could be super valuable to my audience. And then they're going to love me, the MC for it, because I've done the research. I know their pain points. I know their struggles and challenges. So I think you know, being uh, behind the microphone, like you do so well, Kaylee, like I'm listening to you, brother. Let me, get, let me pause real quick and just use you as an example. You listen, you're like you're listening to what I, when I, you know, what I'm saying, you're kind of going and you're kind of navigating through it, but you have the listener and your audience in mind. And I think you do a fantastic job, not only captivating me and asking some freaking great questions, but also even putting me in a Zen state where I'm like, man, what do his listeners want to hear and how can I help them? So it's like kind of this dance and through osmosis, they're learning from us through this conversation. And I think the a great MC is somebody who could connect deeply with their message and with their audience, but understand and feel the vibe of it and, and, and kind of take it and, and shape it and mold it together where they get the most value out of it. You know? So anyways, I just went, I, I went on a rant there, man. I'm flowing. You got me flowing. I urban love it. Shaman, baby. Yeah. Urban <laughs> Shaman. I love this. And, and to our audience, you know, we're talking about you guys. I think, I think what we're, we're saying is we love you guys and we want to serve you and give you good information. So it's really cool to, I just want to talk about the podcast community right now and why I think this is such an incredible thing. There exists a global network of people with microphones waiting to talk to each other and share it with their audience. And some of these people have hundreds of thousands of, of listeners or more. And it is a, it's like there's a hierarchy in terms of popularity and downloads and stuff, but there's not that much of a hierarchy in the sense that if you're a podcaster, you've climbed the ranks most likely, you've done episodes that haven't had a lot of downloads and you've, you've made it somewhere and you're going to be able to always find someone who's not where you're at and you're always going to be able to find someone who's above where you're at. And so the, the potential right now is to climb this beautiful scaffold of podcast mics and platforms and have amazing conversations that can change your life Life, inspire you deeply. And I get to, you know, I get to meet people like you, Ozil, who are just putting out such great value, such great positivity and uniting people. And there's no limit. Like we can get to Joe Rogan, like any, like someone could get to Joe Rogan theoretically climbing this or close, someone close into that network. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's an unparalleled opportunity. It is. And it goes back to what you were talking about earlier about documenting you know, versus creating. And I think one of the things that we don't think about as podcasters is that, I mean, we're documenting, this is part of our legacy. I mean, this is a timeless, you know, uh, catalog of content that we're creating that could be timeless for, for future generations. And it's such a powerful time and a beautiful for beautiful time for, for creatives and, and just content creators and, and thought leaders, et cetera, to really be able to document and, and create and do something that matters, right? That makes an impact, positive impact on the world. 
And uh, it's been great, man. I mean, podcasting is really, as you mentioned, helped me cultivate a lot of new relationships with people. Um, I was able to interview some of the, the people that I looked up to via the podcast, build relationships, mentors, and of course, you know, the speaking opportunities and all the other uh, opportunities that have arise due to the podcast. So yeah, man, podcasting is a beautiful thing, Kaylee. And I'm glad that you say you make the, now we can be the Joe Rogans, but let's just be Kaylee. Like, you know what I mean? Be on air. Let's be Ozeal. Like, let's embrace the fact that we have a voice and that we are building our own tribe, you know, and that's attracted to our vibe. And, and I think if we continue doing that and putting in those reps, it's not easy, but man, it's beautiful when you get that email and people are listening and uh, you, we get the opportunity to, to create that platform and community for them. It's just uh, one of the most rewarding things that ever has ever emerged for me as a podcaster. Beautiful. Would you share uh, one guest that you interviewed that just like rocked your world, whether maybe they were like a hero or just someone that said something that really was amazing, but could you share like for a moment, one experience that was awesome? So uh, his name is Derek Sivers. I think it's sivers.org is his uh, website. So Derek Sivers was the CEO of cdbaby.com, which was the first independent uh, platform for musicians. It was the first platform that allowed indie musicians to upload, uh, sell, and promote via cdbaby.com. It's still active. He sold it, but he's such a diligent content creator, thoughtful content creator who has a massive audience who's not everywhere and is super successful. And uh, somebody who I really admire, uh, I read his book, uh, Anything You Want, which is a, a fantastic book, and reached out to him and actually interviewed him on episode one, or actually episode three, and to reach out to him, interview him on my third episode was was pretty amazing. And he just really shared a lot of valuable wisdom in regards to building a business and being a creative entrepreneur and the importance of building community. And he was he was very, very inspirational early on when I first started this podcast. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, I'll check out that book for for sure. I love that. I love that we that this platform gives people the opportunity to talk to people they would not have otherwise even thought to contact, you know, it just provides that container again. Let's talk about sort of some more practical stuff. Like the, I think the most famous popular common question is like, how do I grow my show? How do I get more listeners? Right? Like what, what's your thought on that question and, and the solution to the, or the answer to that question? I think, how do you grow your show? I think it goes back to, to the first step of brand, right? I think having a, an audit, a brand audit, and really looking at your messaging and asking somebody who can give you some honest feedback to say, hey, listen, how is this logo artwork? Is it messaging? Is it title? Is, is, it, is it telling you that I'm talking about this or this is the people that I'm serving? Is there a ta- if, if my title is abstract, is there a tagline that is clear that can tell the listener that this is for you, I think having a brand audit to grow. And then after that is just, right, we're talking about tactics and and strategies here. So one of the things to market your podcast, I think moving forward, I think is leveraging uh, live stream. I think using video in addition to marketing. So like, let's say I'm releasing an episode on on Thursday and I come on Tuesday and say, hey guys, what's up? This is Ozeal. And I just want to let you know that I interviewed Kaylee from Be On Air podcast. 
amazing host. And we took, we talked about, you know, and kind of give them and kind of build up the anticipation. So when the episode drops, people are like, cool, we already kind of know what he's about and, and they're excited. So I think podcasters need to do maybe some more pre-launch uh, pre-podcast marketing and then post. But I think live streaming is powerful. Kaylee, here's a tip that I will share with your listeners. And it's something that kind of blew my client. Uh, I had a coaching session a few last week and I had one and I shared this with him. And it's it's an Instagram hashtag strategy that I use where if you are, for example, doing a, a podcast on, let's keto, right? Uh, the keto diet. And, it's, you know, and then I would go as a podcaster and I would go on Instagram and there's hashtags, right? Tags. And I would go on tag and I would put keto and I would literally click on keto and then comment and, and have my podcast already set up on, on Instagram. And I would reach out to them and just start conversations to where they say, hey, listen, this is the, the, the keto, you know, living on keto podcast. They're more likely to click on your on your page and start, oh, this is a podcast tailored for me. You know, so I think being more deliberate and intentional about outreach is super important for podcasters to really get in the trenches uh, of marketing their podcast. So I think what happens is that a lot of podcasters, Kaylee, they publish it, they'll put the audiogram, they'll put, they'll put, hey guys, check out my brand new episode, but they don't do anything to get in the trenches and really do outreach. And I think that's important. And I think if you're, if you're listening to this, I think doing a hashtag strategy of specifically outreaching to people that are within your tribe uh, to potentially trail back to your podcast. I think it's, it's important. If you could do that an hour after post uh, releasing it, I think it could do some good in marketing it. Um, and of course, building community is powerful, Kaylee. I think that the community is our new currency. I believe that if you invest in community, um, you can definitely build an uh, in, ingrained audience that can, you know, once you release that episode, they can go back and start listening, you know? Yeah. So I think that's important. I want to drill into that a little bit more, make sure I understand. So Let's go. I, I, uh, I release an episode on podcasting, let's say. So I go, I search hashtag podcasting. I look and I look at the top posts and people who are posting and then I DM those people and kind of invite them manually as like, hey, I noticed you're talking you're talking about podcasting. I have a podcast for podcasters, blah da 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 or keto and and you build these personal relationships through DM with the top hashtag. Is that correct? That's it. That's it. Cool. That's it. Cool. Beautiful. That's yeah. it. And and that could be a potential guest. Or that could be something to where you you invite them, you know, exclusively and say, hey, listen, I just want to let you know per, that personal touch. And they can go back and say, hey, listen, this is a great podcast. Let me share it with with our people, right? That's because we're, cool. we're, we're like-minded. Yeah. So I think I think a lot more intentional marketing is important for podcasters. Don't don't get lazy. I know it's hard because after you're done, you're like, I just want to release it and get it over with, right? But I think being intentional and doing some one-on-one outreach, Kaylee, I think it will be it, it's a great way to really grow your audience. Absolutely. That's awesome. I think at least I'll just speak for myself when I first started in this game, marketing felt like this elusive magical term like you have to hire someone to market <laughs> it's like what does it even mean right and so i think what you're breaking breaking down is this organic marketing approach so people think you can put money into ads and it'll have this magic effect but if it doesn't work through organic first the chances of it working cuz all all paid advertising is is boosting an organic style post and so what what you're saying of this of this organic outreach is actually could be more effective, higher return on investment to build these relationships. So if you have 10 dedicated listeners who you've reached out 
to through Instagram and they each share your show, it just, it ricochets and it, it uh, ripples really quickly. So I think that's really important tip. And, uh, it reminds me a little bit of this Gary V strategy. I think it's called like the dollar 80 strategy. I've just started playing with it where you, you look for the top hashtags and you comment on the posts and, and it's supposed to bring in organic hashtag, like the top nine posts in any big hashtag. Uh, I haven't personally seen a ton from that, but I've been playing around with it. And it's it's kind of interesting thinking of unique ways to engage on social media other than just p- posting out. And I'm hearing from you, outreach, outreach, outreach. And then you brought up a super massive point, uh, which would lead me into my next question, which is this idea of groups, Facebook groups and and building community. And so what you have going on with Pod Houston uh, and, and Pod Houston Insider uh, for, I, I guess, your clients, like, w- could you talk a little bit about that and how podcasts could maybe leverage Facebook groups? groups better. Yeah, absolutely. So I started Pod Houston about two years ago because there was uh, I did I wanted to bring podcasters in my city in Houston together. So I was like, where are the podcasters at? We have a nice blogging community, but where are the podcasters at? So I put it out there and it was called Beginner Podcast initially because I wanted to teach like a workshop. And then from there, we had about 20 people that showed up at this coffee house. And then from there, they were asking like, well, when's the next one? And then that's when the educational component came in, Kaylee. I was like, you know, I really want to uh, invest in, in helping other podcasters build their platform. And then from there, it's grown. I mean, over, you know, a thousand, you know, members. Uh, our events are just, uh, were, were amazing pre-COVID. And we had about 50, 60 people that would show up consistently at one of the top meetups in Texas. And leveraging podcast group, I think, especially if you're a new podcaster, and I think in any level, you know, you're, you're, you know, in the trenches yourself and you were part of podcasting communities. I think that, you know, podcasting could be a lonely road in the fact that it's just kind of us, a mic and our truth. And it takes time. And I think it's important for us to be able to surround ourselves around like-minded individuals that get what we're doing and understand the craft. And I think having that accountability, that support, uh, learning from each other is important. And again, as I said, community is is our biggest currency, is our biggest asset. I'm very uh, deliberate about if I'm learning something, I get into the community. And with podcasting, I think Pod Houston has grown and and people love it because their people are sharing their content, people are providing feedback, and it was kind of like a meetup where we're doing you know uh, educational events, and then that transition recently. And actually, I'll make an exclusive announcement here. So Pod Houston Insider is a mastermind group that I started about two months ago. And we have about 15 members in there and it's been growing organically within the group. But moving onward to 2021, I really want to focusing on the educational component of Pod Houston. And Pod Houston Insider will transition into Podcast Influence Academy, where we're really going to get down and help podcasters truly build impact and influence with podcasting with their voice. And I'm really excited about going there. So groups, I've been a part of groups, I've launched groups. And I was actually launching, I was part of community even when I was back as an indie musician. So I do understand the the power in, in people and uh, having the power of one where we're all united and we're all supporting each other, especially as independent podcasters. Because as you know, Kaylee, it's becoming very competitive now. And a lot of the big wigs, the pros are here. Now they're playing in our sandbox, which was really initially uh, just for independent content creators, right? And now we have the big companies that are coming into our sandbox launching podcasts. So it's important now more than ever to be unified 
and to really support the independent podcast movement, right? We may not be able to compete against Joe Rogan, but I believe the next wave is going to be independent podcasters. And how can we get our ish together to really become pros at what we do and respect the craft and build communities and build audience to where we can attract big money? And I believe that that's around the corner, but I think that we just need to be unified. I equate podcasting right now in the future as the music industry. I believe it's the new music yeah, industry. I believe I that we got the big dogs here, the Capitol Records and Island Records and all that. But now we're going to start seeing independent. That's where you're seeing podcast networks. I mean, there's basically labels or record labels. Now we're going to start seeing labels, networks, being able to formulate maybe four or five amazing independent podcasters and then start creating live events and kind of, uh, you know, I can go on and on about the future, but I know we're going to talk about that, but community is powerful, brother. And I think that whether you're a podcaster on any level, I think surrounding yourself around a community, it's going to be uh, imperative for to your success. Yeah. That awesome stuff there. And very true, true insights there. Podcasts are in every niche. Every topic is talked about. Do you feel like a Facebook group or some sort of community mobilizer on whatever the the host topic is, is a good strategy period for any show? 100%. I think building a community, and I don't think you have to do that, you know, right out the gate. um, Although I did. And I think building a community, and we talked about marketing. I think one of the things that I wish I would have done early on was to build an email list and and create something that could be valuable where I can get their emails and start really building a relationship with directly with my listeners. But starting a community around the thing that you're trying to to uh, build, you know, whether let's say if you're a podcaster that's focusing on helping independent musicians, but creating a community or meetup of some kind on Facebook, I think it's powerful. There's a new social media platform that was just released called Clubhouse. Are you familiar with that? No, I've never heard okay, of it. Okay, it's called Clubhouse. And some of the social media marketing experts are saying that this is going to be the next big app. And Clubhouse is a community-centric platform. And it's where it allows content creators to be able to create their own clubhouse for their tribe. So I think that's going to be something that community, I think as podcasters, I think the more engaged and the more we do to build up that community, it's going to be super uh, important in in really marketing and growing your, your podcast platform. That's awesome. I, and so you've been touching a little bit on this already, like the future of podcasting. You're talking about the the similarity between the music industry and, you know, the music industry just hit rock bottom with COVID, all these touring artists. For, for those of you who aren't musicians, one of the main ways that even big artists is, are making money is not through streaming and album sales, but it's through touring. And so that just stopped. And so everything has changed. But, so, but I feel like podcasting gives so many more people who aren't musicians, the ability to have that similar kind of trajectory and, and, and influence that musicians do. And so I, I see your, your point there. What do you see, you know, will audio always be there, audio only podcasting? Where do you see that going? Yeah, I think, uh, I think there's definitely audio only. It's, it's going to be, there's going to be room for that because there's people that just simply just want to listen to the audio only. 
you know, uh, which is the reason why audio, the audiobook industry is, is a billion dollar company, uh, industry rather. Uh, so audio just is convenient. It's accessible, as I mentioned earlier. And I think that, you know, podcasts and, and it's funny because I was talking to somebody and they were like, I started a podcast and I was like, oh, well, let me check out. And they sent me a link to none of their, like, it was all their live streams. And I'm like, well, this is not a podcast. So podcast in its traditional form is audio only. But now we're seeing, you know, this term of live podcasting, which is live streaming and then recording the audio, but, you know, uh, providing that visual aesthetic to your listeners. So, yeah, I think, um, Kaylee, I think uh, audio only content will always will, will be there and will continue to grow uh, just because, again, the, the way society is moving and they just want uh, quick, accessible content. And I think having um, you know, voice marketing will continue to grow as well. So, yeah, man, I think, you know, I'm all about voice and I think it will continue to grow moving onward. That's awesome. As we're starting to wind down here, I'm just thinking about the newer podcaster. What, what, did, what main overarching advice would you give at this point to someone who's like, hey, Ozil, can you just give me some wisdom? Like, what's, what, what should I keep in mind? What should I consider as I'm thinking about starting the podcast or continuing it? Yeah. So... Two things. I, th- I think understanding, you know, why, you know, why you're starting, you know, the podcast. Now, if it could be just for scratching, you know, you want to scratch the itch, then, then go ahead and start. I, I believe that, you know, there's, there's one part of me that wants to kind of get the whole brand down and really focus for the ones that are really seriously, uh, are serious about being committed to the process. And then there are people who just want to experiment and try it out. And I think there's, you know, apps, free apps like Anchor. Uh, where I, you know, I suggest, hey, listen, start on Anchor to kind of taste and feel what podcasting feels like. And if you like it, you can kind of double down or rebrand, et cetera. But really understanding why and then you know, who you're going to serve. I keep on going back to that, Kaylee, because I think that's super powerful in building an audience. But you've got people there as well who are just like, I really don't want to serve. I just want to get behind the mic and just kind of share what I want to share with the world. And it could be you know, definitely a megaphone for, for you to share your passion and build an audience that way later down the line. So I think for anybody who's looking or interested in getting in podcasting, um, it doesn't take a lot. Listen, podcasting is three things. It's a microphone, it's a laptop, desktop, and a hosting service. That's it. You know, and the fourth component, your truth. And it's just you and your passion that you want to share uh, with the world. So it doesn't take a lot to start a podcast. What takes a lot is your level of commitment and, and your passion and your purpose and, uh, and who you're going to serve with the platform. So leverage it for good. You know, voice is powerful. And if you want to make a positive impact and build an audience and podcasting is definitely a platform to experiment and try. So that would be the advice that I would give to somebody who's listening. Excellent advice. Love it. And yeah, it's so true. The, the barrier to entry is easier than ever. Uh, Anchor is a great app. And if you use your phone, then it's only two things. It's just your phone and and right. yourself, right? That's so it. it's it's That's it's it. it's great. It's really good time to start. And I love it. It sounds like you're encouraging everyone to if you have the itch to try it, try it. If you know it's something that you need to do for your brand, then it it pays to put some time into brand strategy, get some coaching, get get you know, get a roadmap for how to do it right because you can save yourself a lot of headache and hassle and and mistakes by talking to someone like yourself who has traveled this route. Uh, many times. I'm so grateful for your time. How can people get in touch with you? I'll put your links in the show notes and stuff, but what's the best way for people to, you know, what's the one thing they can do to connect with you? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm on social media at Think Ozeal, T-H-I-N-K, and then Ozeal, O-Z-E-A-L. Um, the podcast production agency, OzealMedia.com, if you're interested in launching and growing your podcast. Uh, that's where you can find me. And of course, uh, PodInfluence.com will be the website that I'm currently building. It'll be launched in, uh, next month. January of 2021. And then of course, uh, I definitely want to invite your listeners to join Pod Houston, which you're part of Kaylee. Uh, you're there in the house, Pod Houston. And it's a great community. And we have podcasters from all over the world uh, and it's growing. So it's not just for Houston-based podcasters. So invite everybody to, to join us there for a great community of podcasters. And uh, yeah, man, that's where you can find me. So awesome. Yeah. Highly recommend the group. It's a great vibe and Thanks, just so man. warm. So thank you for all you're doing for the podcast community and just, you know, your truth that you're putting out and hopefully we'll get to connect someday and in, in the real world, you know, we're only a few hours away from each other. So, um, I I'll be watching your space and thanks again, man, for coming on. Thank you, Kaylee. It was great being here, man. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I hope you have a great day. All right, brother. You too. Cool. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Air. I hope you enjoyed it and are now one step closer to turning on your microphone and broadcasting your message to the world. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know how I can help you on your broadcasting journey by getting in touch with me and maybe even apply for a strategy session if you want to discuss your podcast idea. You can reach me at www.podcast-farm.com. Until next time, my friends, I'm Kaylee Marks, and thanks for tuning in to Be On Air.